What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. You're number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into the mailbag. It's Saturday, so you know what? This episode's built all around your texts and voicemails. But before we get into that, we have to talk about Zach Levine's comments after the game about being benched and towards Billy Donovan. And are those comments going to be the first step of pitting Billy Donovan on the on the hot seat? We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So the Bulls suffered one of the most frustrating losses um, of the season last night for a couple of different reasons. Um, the Bulls just getting completely outworked and outclassed in that first quarter and letting that game get completely away from them. And while they showed a lot of um, a, a lot of tenacity, right, get coming and battling back from 19 points down to taking over that lead in crunch time, and they sh- they could have very well won that game. They were two or one made free throws from Nikola, uh, from Nikola Vucevic away from winning that game. But, you know, even, even with that said, the Bulls playing a four, now five-win team in the Orlando Magic, it should have never been that close. These slow starts, um, the lack of execution, the lack of intensity, the lack of heart, all the things that are concerning Bulls fans, rightfully so, all reared its ugly head in last night's game. And one of the biggest things that stood out in that game last night was the terrible play of our franchise player, at least he's played like it, our $200 million guy in Zach Levine, going one for 14 from the field. And when you look at this game, a Zach Levine playing like the Zach Levine we are used to and have come accustomed to seeing is the difference maker in this game. Zach just did not play that well. He did not execute. He didn't do anything. And shout out to, you know, Javante Green for coming in, not playing any minutes in that first half, coming in 18 minutes in the second half, being the spark plug off the bench and his energy changing the the complexity and and look of that game completely for the Chicago Bulls. Shout out to Javante Green for being that. It would have been nice had that been our $200 million player. But nonetheless, Zach Levine made comments after the game that I think may be the first sign and step to putting Billy Donovan truly in the hot seat. You know, Zach Levine saying, and I put this in the shorts tab, you know, Billy got to eat. You know, matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and play the clip now. Tough night for the team, tough night for you individually. What's, what's going through your mind out there when you're going through a night like that? Uh, you know, just try to catch a rhythm. And, um, see the next one going. Uh, I think I took a lot of shots that you know, normally go in for me, but they just didn't. So, uh, you know, it just sucks, but... It's a game, man. You got to get on to the next one and be ready to, uh, you know, I'll do what you just did. So, had a tough night shooting the ball. Uh, I wish you were able to win. What's your reaction or response to, to not playing down the stretch? That's a difficult, or a different look. You know, that's Billy's decision. He got to lay with it, you know. Do I agree with it? No. You know, I think I can go out there and still be me even if I miss some shots. But, you know, it's his decision. And, um, you know, he has to stand on it. Were you talking about it? So you get that from Zach Levine saying Billy has to sit with that. And while I understand, and I'm going to talk about it from that standpoint and the things Billy did and did not do right in that game last night, one of the things that wasn't in Billy's control is Zach Levine playing like absolute 
dog crap. Zach Levine did not execute. He didn't play well. He didn't play like a player that deserves a $200 million contract. He didn't even play like a player that deserved minutes. So while you're frustrated that you did not get fourth quarter minutes, I understand that. You went one for 14, Zach Levine. That's not on Billy Donovan. That's on you. You can talk all day about your play. A guy like you, a guy like you needs to play. Well, minutes are earned and deserved. I've always said that. That goes with everybody from bench players to, to the stars. Zach Levine did not play well last night by any stretch of the imagination. He did some things defensively solid on Gary Harris at times, but that's about it. That's about it. Zach Levine did not, and, and, and for the entitlement to feel like you deserve, you should be out there in the fourth quarter when you put up a, a bullshit-ass game like that. I'm sorry. You got to miss me with that. You got to miss me with it. Zach Levine needs to be better, and hopefully this is the wake-up call that Zach Levine needs to, to get his shit in gear. And I've said to this, and I know a lot of Bulls fans, rightfully so, are really worried right now. The Bulls go on this long road stretch after Monday. The last home game is Monday against Boston. They go on a long road stretch after that where they face all teams that are basically almost uh, projected to be playoff teams. We, we start off in Milwaukee, then go to OKC, then Utah, then Phoenix, then Golden State, then Sacramento. Sacramento game I'm not too worried about, but we'll see. At this point in the time, with the way the Bulls have been playing, you got to worry about every game. But this is the stretch that hopefully this team bonds together a little bit more. They, fa they face some adversity. They build a, a continuity. They build some chemistry. They build an identity. Sometimes road stretches and difficult ones at that is where your team is forged and made. And hopefully we see that. People ask all the time, can the Chicago Bulls team be like the Boston Celtics last season where they start off the season bad, but end the season playing their best basketball? And hopefully... If the Bulls are now flip-flopping and trading what they did last season with playing terrible down the end of that season, and they're playing bad now, and they're going to be playing better at the beginning, of, I mean, towards the end of the season, okay, great. But the, thing, the fact of the matter is, we deserve better as a, as a fan base. Bulls Nation deserves better than what this team has given us. So this is all led, on top of Zach Levine's comments, to people questioning if Billy Donovan is or should be on the hot seat. And what I said during last night's live stream is this. This Bulls uh, losing stretch right now sits at four games in a row, six out of their last seven, right? I think that's how it goes. If this losing streak hits 10, if they lose 10 games in a row, you have to do something. You have to. I, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to fire Billy. That could be one of the options. You have to make a move. You have to do something like this. And I fought back on a lot of Bulls fans asking, when is it time to hit the pedding button? A lot of Bulls fans asking, should this team completely blow it up? And no, it's way too early in the season. And I know a lot of Bulls fans aren't going to want to hear that. This team is not completely blowing it up. Not at this point. Could they make some moves? Could they deal something? Could they look and say, hey, we were considering re-signing Vooch, but maybe we need to look at using that contract. It's expiring to bring in more talent. They absolutely could, especially with the way that the team's looking. I don't think that that's likely. And that may leave the thing that's more than likely is Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan's rotations at times have left a lot to be desired. I don't know what's going on with Javante Green. The fact that Javante was completely out of the rotation and Billy Donovan only went to him because the game seemed out of hand and then his energy completely changed the complexities of that game. But we have to seriously start looking. And, and I know for some people, they don't like blaming the coach. For some people, they don't like because some people ask the question, well, all right, the coach isn't out there the one making and missing shots, but he is the one coming up with the schemes. He is the one that should be coming up with the adjustments. He is the one in rightfully, right or wrong, the coach usually becomes the scapegoat in situations like this where the team is underperforming. Billy Donovan could absolutely end up on the hot seat by the trade deadline. We could see that. By the All-Star break, whatever you want to call it, we could absolutely see that, that that could be the way that this goes. 
Now, I'm not saying that it does. I'm not predicting that. But you do have to start rightfully so asking those type of questions and wondering if things like that are coming down the pipeline for this team. It all remains to be seen. We'll see this whole story here sooner rather than later. But this team has to figure this out. And I hope that, that this may be the wake-up call that Zach and a lot of other players need because they've been playing like cheeks. Bad. And I know everybody, oh, it's let's just blame Vooch because he missed the, the free throws. It's not all on Vooch. Some people blame Patrick Williams for putting together some very solid games, especially defensively. Sometimes you just need to change the voice that is communicating to people. And if that may end up being Billy Donovan, you look at Billy, the way that like, even, if, and I, you know, I don't like to overstate things, but just look at Billy's body language. Look at the fake, the fact he's letting his facial hair grow in and it seems stressed. Like Billy understands this. He understands that this team may be slipping away from him and he got to get the reins back on this and everybody has to get back on track and do what needs to be done. This Bulls franchise, Bulls nation deserves better than what this team has been giving us. And hopefully, hopefully, we start to see that, that turnaround. Again, not a clear path to that, but hopefully we start seeing it at some point. All right, enough of me waxing poetic. Let's go ahead and get into the voicemails. This first one is from Mike. Hi, hi. my name is Corey. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Man, I love your show, man. I have a tremendous show. I watch the show every man. I would urge you to get to your show, Bull Central and Lock on Bull, where you unpack. My question is to you, hey. I've been hearing y'all, you on past talking out here, you talk single. My question is, I think the mistake we made was the Bulls, they fixed some issues, but they did not fix all of the issues. Do you think we need more shoes instead of depending on Kobe White to come off that bench and be a shooter? Because to me, when I hear y'all talk, the only person y'all want to be more consistent in doing and, and his shoot is Kobe White off that bench. What about the other players? You want to know why you don't say that about these other players? Because they're not shooters. We don't have enough shooters to shoot the ball off the bench. It's good. I'm not saying Robbie's not a shooter. I'm not saying Zach Levine's not a shooter. They some good shooters, but we don't have no shooters on that bench. The only person we depend on in shooting is Kobe White off that bench. Do you think we need some more shooters? Holler at me. All right, so Mike asked what a lot of people are saying. The Bulls need more shooting. Yes, we are at the bottom of the league at three points attempted. We're at the bottom of the league at three points made. Like, at this point, three-point shooting is vastly important for the NBA game. And to Mike's point, our only shooter being Kobe White, well, I'm going to throw in Goran Dragic on top of that. I'm going to throw in Goran Dragic on top of that because Goran is a really solid shooter for us at times. But I, I'm going to say those two. But the thing, uh, the fact of the matter is, you don't need a bunch of shooters, but you do need some shooters that you can rely on. And Kobe White just isn't reliable. Look at what he did last night, only playing four minutes. But in those minutes, he was out of place defensively, had a fast break opportunity that he ruined by just not making a smart pass. The, this Bulls team, if nothing else, if they don't move on for one of the bigger name players, they do need to have an influx of some shooting. They do need that. I absolutely think we need that. Goran has been Goran. And last night, he didn't play too well. But Goran Dragic has been pretty solid for us, for sure. Um, and I love what, what Goran has brought to this team overall, but we need more than that. We need more consistent shooting from this team. And no, Lonzo Ball isn't going to fix that by himself. He's going to help help it when and if he comes back this season, but he's not going to fix it by himself. This Bulls team absolutely needs more shooting or needs somebody to become more consistent at it. And Kobe White, I just, I don't know how to feel about Kobe White's season so far. I, I said it last night too. Kobe White historically always comes back from injury very slow. Um, so. I'm not going to judge him too much on that on that game. 
only four minutes played at that. He usually, it takes him a minute to get back in rhythm. He was never in rhythm really this season, so we'll see how long that actually takes. But, you know, yeah, the Bulls definitely need more shooting on this team. I think, I think everybody sees that at this point. Definitely agree with you there. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Paul. Yeah, hey, hey, it's just uh, Paul, and uh, appreciate you taking my call again. Um, I was just, I was calling about the Bulls, and uh, I'm not one of these guys that, uh, these worry work guys, but they have about five, ten games. You both know it. Before they need to turn this thing around before something, it's just almost an unturnable. And when I throw these player names out there, um, the long uh, players, whether they're athletic or stable players, some in the league, some out of the league, like Mama D, Diakite, got picked up by Cavs. Uh, you told Montanabi got picked up by the Nets. Um, we both agree on um, Jared Vanderbilt. Like him, but I don't think that uh, Utah would trade him right now based on their position. Uh, you got Jalen McDaniels with uh, the uh, Charlotte uh, Bobcats. Um, I mean, really good hands. Uh, again, 6'10 guys, 7-something wingspan. He had four steals when we played when he played against the Bulls that night. I mean, he is he's very active in the passing lanes and such. And uh, my last thought is uh, Isaiah Roby. Uh, young man was cut by Oklahoma City, but again, I think he still has an upside. He's 24 years old. Um, you know, he was a three-year college player uh, in Nebraska. Six eight seven three wingspan. Um, he played. Um, it was Oklahoma City. He played uh, Joker um, really well in one game. He had thirty points. Um, I forget the rebounds numbers, but I do remember he had two blocks, at least two blocks, and both of those blocks were against uh, Joker. I mean, um, he, he he was playing a five that night. Young man can play the five, the four. He can guard some threes. I mean, Moses' feet really well. The reason I bring up these players like this is I believe in adding salt and not trying to blow th- things up right away. And I know you're going to say, well, this guy's sort of nutty. But the thing is, there's salt in everything. Just about anything, that any food that we eat, sometimes there's a pinch, sometimes there's a lot, but there's salt. So in other words, I believe in adding salt sometimes and blowing things up. You know, even laundry detergent has salt in there. You know, dish soap has salt in there. Just about anything that has a use that we consume, it has one form of salt. It might be sodium chloride, sodium sulfate, uh, but it's it's still salt. You know, so we just need to. All right, Paul, Isaiah. So the, the thing that I'm, I'm going to say with this, and this really kind of encapsulates everything that Paul just suggested, the Bulls don't need players that are role players i mean well they do need role, a lot of most players in the nba are role players but the isaiah robies all this that all sounds cool for a team that's rebuilding isaiah roby so far um last season having his best season last season he started 28 games he averaged uh 10 points per game on 51 percent shooting from the field and 44 percent um from three-point range but there's a reason he's cut there's a reason experience the thrill of march madness if you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home 
Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Why he didn't make it? There's a reason why. So when it's players like that, yeah, he's young. Yeah, you can look at him. Yeah, you can say, oh, he did this. He did that against, against this team, this player, whatever. I'm not looking at Isaiah Roby as the fix for this. Like, technically, at that point, just play Marco. Like, so no, I don't, I'm, I, and this is, this is not to shit on Paul's suggestion. And I understand that Paul is looking at what's out there and he's trying to figure out, hey, who can come in and help this Bulls team? Who can help us get something more from this team than what we've seen this season? Isaiah Roby, that was last, I gave you last season stats. So far this season for Isaiah Roby, he played 11 games for the, for the, um, the San Antonio Spurs. He shot 43% from the field, 40% from three-point range, but only averaged 4.2. Now, he was only getting, on average, three shots per game. But I I'm sorry, outside of the blocks and the things that he did, I'm not looking at Isaiah Roby as somebody who's going to come in and help this Bulls team a lot. I know we do need some size. I know we do need some shooting. And theoretically, a player like Isaiah Roby could bring those things. But at this point, I think that this team is going to have to, in my opinion, go after veterans, kind of people that you surefire know. Like, Isaiah Roby's cool. I would love to see him go to the Windy City Bulls, but I, I'm not looking at him as a player that's going to really fix or help with this team is, is ailing this team. He couldn't even really get off the bench for more than 11 minutes in San Antonio, and that's a team that's actually good at developing players. So I understand what, what you're getting at, Paul, completely, and I do hope that this team is also looking at options outside the box. I just don't know if these suggestions are the one that's going to get the Bulls there. And I understand what you're saying, add salt and things and all that to stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to also add quality. You have to add somebody that you can bet on. And Isaiah Roby at this point is, to me, to me, he's a he's a 6'8 Kobe White. A very up and down player that theoretically looking at what they bring skill-wise, yeah. But it's it's not anything that you can bet on. It's not anything that you can you can guarantee. That's how I feel on that one. Let me know what you guys think on on everything down below. Let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, Hayes? This is Shay. You know, I was listening to uh, Boy Central, and he was talking about how the construction, construction, construction of the thing was kind of wrong and kind of. I'm going to say this. I think the way the construction is constructed is bad. I think the way that our effort has been. It's pretty bad because when you look at it, we we have been in a lot, most of these games that we've lost, except for the Denver and the Cleveland and the recently New Orleans game. But most of the games that we've lost, we've actually been in. And if some calls had to win our way, we probably would have won those games. I just think that the way the way that this team has been putting forth of an effort is the main problem because I feel like we are a good team and we are constructed right, but I feel like that it's more on us, if anything. Anyway, tell me what you think. Please. All right. And so this is where we get into AK and Mark Eversley. Because one of the things that we knew that we needed on this team was some shooting and some size. And while the acquisitions that they did make, Goran Dragic, Andre Drummond, have definitely paid off for the Bulls, and I definitely like their additions to this team, 
there's still something to be said about the fact that either way, outside of that, we are not a team that is built to withstand any injuries to players that have size on this team. I love Javante Green, and I think Javante absolutely should have stayed on this team. I've talked about in the offseason how I hope that Javante was going to be able to play more three this season, and we'll get to see what Javante looks like playing that rather than an undersized four. But he still is the four. Derrick Jones Jr. is still an undersized four, and I understand why they did that with what they had to bring back, but and Derrick Jones Jr. has played pretty well for us this season as well. But we do have a lack of balance on this team. We have a lack of shooting. We have a lack of size. We have a lack of really grit as well with some players on this team. Now, that's not something that's really tangible. I don't know if players or or, or front offices are looking like, literally looking like, hey, listen, this is a really gritty player. We're going to go ahead and add him. I think you try to add the skills that you need first. You add shooting, you add size. Now, if those players happen to be dogs and gritty players on top of that, absolutely. But I do do think a trade is coming for this team. I don't think it's going to be major as some Bulls fans would want. Or acquisition or cutting of Tony Bradley, signing someone else. I do think that it's coming at some point. I do think that when we come back from this road stretch, it's going to be time to make some decisions for the Chicago Bulls. But this roster construction does leave a lot to be desired. We have talent on this team, which makes it even more frustrating that we currently sit at 6-10 and 10 on the season. And some things need to balance out. And that may mean that we have to make some moves. I definitely think that that's coming. All right, let's get into this next one. I've been waiting to play this one. This one is from Goon. What's up, hey? This your girl, Goon, you know, a.k.a. Teresa. What the fuck was that yesterday, hey? Did the Bulls trick us or what? The first half, they came in playing like they was into the game. The second half, it was halftime. I don't know what the fuck Billy told these motherfuckers at halftime. But everybody came out, lost the fruit. Everybody wants to stand around, look at DeMar DeRosa, uh, shoot the motherfucking ball. Then Billy, your coaching embarrassment, your ass embarrassment, your plays embarrassment, your rotation embarrassment. You just embarrassed. I can't believe this shit, bro. I can't believe the shit we watch. Oh, my fucking God, what the fuck is going on with Chicago? Like, I'm so irritated with this thing. Like, I just this blame Kendra Perkins or first take for talking about us the way they talking about us, bro. The boys starting to make their ass believe in that shit. What the fuck, bro? No defense, no rotation, no cuts. Everybody standing around. Everybody walking. Ain't nobody moving around. The ball ain't rotating. Bro, I, I listen, my head, look, I can't deal with this boys team no more. I just, and the only reason why I keep watching this fuck team because this is my hometown. And AK and Billy Dunn, they're running about the wrong shit. Y'all trying to worry about being friends. Fuck all that. We trying to go somewhere the fuck away. This ain't no fucking friendship. This a place of motherfucking business. Fight Billy ass. His ass in the hard seat, a hot seat. Let this bitch go. And Alex Russo, Mr. Clean looking ass, bro. Sit your ass down somewhere. I just can't deal. CW. I yo, I, I I listen, listen, listen. I don't know what's going on, bro. But this this like the Bulls is fucking up. We some got to give. Some players gotta get rotated, some coaches gotta get fired, some gotta give. We need to go find some shooters. We at that three point shooters. Zach Levine, two hundred and fifteen mil. What what happened to your what the fuck is you 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 can't get no three from Ozak? You you was cutting first half, second half you fuck this game. Hang in the game. Oh, man. Everybody had a fuck you attitude on this court yesterday. They didn't give a fuck. The Bulls didn't give a fuck. We won and lost. That's the attitude I think. Billy Donovan didn't give a fuck. What? How the fuck is uh, Green is at a fucking point guard? How the fuck this man run a point? Billy, just let me understand. I'm, I'm confused. How the fuck you got Javante Green run a motherfucking point and got Ayo stand on the fucking uh, bench 
What the fuck wrong with you, bitch? His ass got the gold heads. I'm sorry. I love Billy, too. I love Alex Caruso. I love Mom. But some got the gear. These players, some, somebody got to go. Some, we need some shooters. We need some shooters. Our defense is there. We got to be. Listen, we got a hell of a team. I can and I don't have anything to say. I, I really, like, there's some voicemails that we get on here that literally I, I, I can't say much back to. Because everything, she, this team is so frustrating to watch. This team is just, this is not the team that we deserve. Um, this is not the team that we expected coming in. Um, and I understand Goon's uh, uh, problems. Auntie got some some issues with this team, and those issues are real because at the end of the day, they're not the coaches aren't the coaches aren't coaching well. The players aren't executing well more times than not, and we have devolved back into players watching Demar Derozan go to work. We got to get away from that. We have to get away from that. You have to have some type of pride about yourself. And this team doesn't have one. This team has no heart. This team has none of that. And it's frustrating. It, it, it is super frustrating to watch this team perform and, and play basketball in the way that they have so far this season. It's super frustrating. And it, it's, it's, it's absolutely embarrassing. The, the, the effort put up from this team is embarrassing. We are the laughing stock right now, and we should be. And hopefully that's used to put light of fire under these players' asses. Hopefully he's used a lot of fire under Coach Billy Donovan's ass as long as he's still here. Something has to give for this team. And, you know, we'll see. We'll Lord knows we'll see. That's just, this season has been absolute fucking cheeks and sad for this team. It's just really been a sad-ass season for the Chicago Bulls. Right now, currently seated as the 12th seed with the Miami Heat right above them. That's crazy. The Brooklyn Nets, where all their dysfunction have more wins than the Chicago Bulls right now. That's wild, man. That's tough. That's tough. The Bulls need to get their crap together. They absolutely need to get their crap together. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Mike Korn. Hey, Hayes. Um, just listening to your podcast where the Bulls need to get their season back on track tonight against the Pelicans. I'm hopeful they will and looking forward to them playing and beating the Pelicans tonight. Um, this, I think, could be your best analysis since I've been listening to your shows. Um uh, on point on everything. With the big three, um, I was wondering if any stats on hockey assists uh, are available. You know, how often do we see Booch, Levine, and DeMar, you know, uh, passing to each other, you know, uh, with all three getting a touch and the open person shooting? Just, I don't, you know, I don't watch enough to know whether they're actually doing that, but it just doesn't seem like they are. Um, this is Mike Korn. Uh, just another thing, the defense rating, uh, I'm curious if there's a time you could break down like how, or if you've done this in the past, I appreciate you, uh, re repeating how, um, a defensive rating, for instance, is, uh, determined because it just does not seem like any way possible the Bulls are the best in the East Conference, um, from what I've watched. Um, your perspective is right on, um, psychology is super important, and I think the key to today's Bulls game and the Bulls getting on track is that psychology and understanding that, uh, for instance, Vooch can't let Valchunas get into his head again and, uh, and, and frustrate him. So I think, uh, uh, well, again, thanks for the analysis. Uh, I'm up for uh, tonight's game. Uh, enjoy your program. Uh, your podcast as always. Thanks, Hayes. Bye bye. 
All right, so Mike asked a question that I'm sure a lot of people ask. When you hear, like, the term defensive rating, what does that mean? Um, you know, I'm, I'll get into the, him asking about the big three. And there are have been some questions from some Bulls fans on how does the, how does the big three actually fit together? I, I think we've seen it when they play well that they absolutely can fit together, but Zach hasn't been Zach for sure. Vooch has been operating down low a little bit more, which I do, do think it's better for him and this team overall. Um, but at the end of the day, asking this, how, like, what is, how does the defensive rating calculate? So defensive rating is calculated by this. The player steals and blocks, steals times blocks, plus the opponent's differential, um, and then uh, the amount of possessions, and then times blown by, plus deflections. And then you have the adjusted player defensive withstand, which I don't know what that means. So basically what, defensive, what is used to judge the defensive rating is deflections, steals, blocks, uh, how, many, how many points uh, are you holding your opponent to as far as differential, right? Is meaning that if a player is usually shooting at, let's say they usually shoot at 80%, if you instead are holding them to 60%, that factors into the defensive rating as well. And defensive rating, some people have a misunderstanding of this. It can't really be influenced by the defense of other teammates. It's really just, as far as players, it's, it's influenced by just how you play on the possessions and the player you're guarding on that possession. Now, for team defensive rating, it's it's judged by all of that. It's everything, right? Um, and so the Bulls are still towards the top of the Eastern Conference in defensive rating, but this is why stats don't or, or stats are used to help inform things, but they aren't everything. You still have to actually watch the game because, yeah, to Mike Corn's point, yeah, the Bulls have one of the best defensive efficiency ratings in the Eastern Conference, but when you watch the games, it don't feel like that. It don't feel like that at all. So this team has to improve. Now, as far as the big three and them playing together, our big three, um, at the end of the day, it's this. I feel like we need more balance outside. We need more play- movement off the ball. We need all of these things. But you do have to start questioning of th- this construction specifically. These three players that you, that you came together, and I know some people are like, well, Zach and DeMar don't play well. You know, they play well together. When Zach's actually playing like Zach. But you have to look at, like, do you need to rejigger some things, right? Do you need, instead of, Three players offensively who all can be really good offensively, but lack a lot of things defensively. Do one of your three best players you have to now bring in a player that can still give you some offense, but is more of a defensive specialist. You have to start looking at things like that. It could very well be possible, right? This team has to really, at the end of the day, they still don't have an identity. They still don't have any type of grit. They still don't have any type of heart once they face, like, Shout out to them for fighting back last night. But usually when this Bulls team gets out to a double-digit deficit, the body language changes. The effort changes. The frustration level changes. They didn't start trying to get calls from refs. Or Zach Levine started trying to force the shot. Like Zach Levine absolutely started forcing his shot last night to try to get going. This team has to be more calculated. They have to be more cerebral. Because they, they, don't, they do lack some things defensively. Defensive rating and things aside. But we're not seeing that. We're not seeing this team play with any type of really focus and as long as that keeps happening this team is going to keep struggling and hopefully we can come out of that it's a lot a lot to be desired on that a lot to be desired on that but you guys can let me know what you think about this and every topic on today's mailbag episode down below you can also send us any feedback questions oh wait pause follow the show at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bullcentralpod at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text and our voicemail like you heard uh, uh listen to on today's show the number to do so 773-270-2799 we are the number one spot for everything chicago bulls related because of you guys and like i like to end everything on go bulls love you guys see red and peace y'all
This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.